Big news on the Royal Rumble. The Dome at America Center in St. Louis is going to be popping big for returns. And are we going to get even more returns than we've already heard about in the Women's Royal Rumble? Plus, what's your favorite strain, bro? What's your favorite strain? Yes, uh, something sort of obvious, I guess, is coming from Matt Riddle and RK Bro. We'll get into that. Plus, all of the release superstars from November could be available for in-ring action and performing for televised wrestling companies in just a little bit. All of this and more on today's Sports Key to Wrestling and even more Ronda Rousey news. It's your take. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out, watch out, everybody. What's up, everyone? I'm Kevin Callum. You, you you can see that on the screen. Jose G with me and Jeremy Bennett as always. All right. A three-headed bearded Sybaris of wrestling fundum uh, is upon you. Uh, get into the chat. If you're with us for the first time, we want to hear from you. Shout out where you're watching from. Shout out to the people in the Philippines for making us one of the top wrestling podcasts in all of the Philippines. Thank you so much. You can subscribe to our audio feed available on Apple and Spotify, many other podcast apps, of course. And thank you to the more than 25,000 subscribers on YouTube. We're very, very so thankful. Uh, so many other channels to get our stuff as well. So we'll plug it. Let's get into it. Royal Rumble news. The Royal Rumble is one of the biggest wrestling events of the year, not just WWE. And the anticipation for returns are pretty big. Now, WWE kind of got ahead of the curve here for the first time in a long time. They gave away several big returns at the show, including noteworthy Impact Knockouts champion Mickey James, who was released from the company last year and will be marketed and advertised on this event as Impact Wrestling Mickey James, an agreement by two major promotions. The Forbidden Door open for a WWE here. The Bella Twins back in this show. Lita's back on this show. Kelly Kelly's back in this show. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Uh, so many names coming back, more than just that. And now we're learning about more here today. Obviously, we heard about Ronda Rousey earlier this week. We have news about Ronda as well. She made a big, big announcement today, uh, which could give us more inclinations of what's going on with her and her returning to the public light. Uh, but what are the new names here, Jeremy, that could be potentially returning on Saturday at the Royal Rumble? Well, we got we got two names, one that will return maybe and one that will not return. The one that you're not going to see is the one, the girl on your right, Trish Stratus. She has confirmed on the Bellas podcast that she will not be in the Women's Royal Rumble this year because she still has to uh, wrap up things with Canada's Got Talent. So um, she said, quote, they do a wrap up at a certain time. I will be in that headspace. So that is my focus at the moment. That's what I have to do. You know inten how intense it is. I have to be in it. So she is not going to be in the Royal Rumble. But some rumblings thanks to Fightful Select earlier today uh, about Kyrie Sane. Uh, Kyrie Sane has not competed in WWE for about a year and a half now, but Fightful Select has confirmed that they've heard her name has been pitched as a possible Royal Rumble entrant this weekend. Of course, Sane left the United States in the summer of 2020 in the middle of the pandemic, returned to Japan, uh, got married. Uh, she's remained with WWE in an official capacity as an ambassador in Japan. She's also done commentary work for WWE there as well. Her last match was in July of 2020, has not wrestled at all for any promotion in 2021. Um, prior to that, she was involved, of course, with Asuka and the Kabuki Warriors. So uh, there is a potential that we may get a return for Kyrie Sane. 
Don't know if it's a one-off. Don't know if it is now maybe a return to wrestling. Now that things are starting to slowly get back to normal, it, it's uh, uh, up for interpretation at this point. It is up for interpretation, depending on who you talk to. It's different parts of the country, it's a different thing. New Japan Pro Wrestling over in, in Japan canceled all of their events for January. So they've just had such a serious COVID situation there. Uh, now, I, the issue with Kyrie Singh not doing it, I think simply disbelief is that, is that she's in Japan. There's quarantine rules getting back to Japan. This would keep her in the United States or at least out of Japan for more than a month in some cases in terms of how you quarantine for this type of thing. Is that something she wants to do? Is it something she's physically ready to do? She wanted to wrestle for stardom, but she was still under contract with WWE. They would not reportedly allow that, though she's never confirmed that. She's never one on mm-hmm. the record saying, no, they didn't tell me I couldn't do that. Uh, that has been reported, though. So, I mean, Feifel uh, does not miss with type of stuff like this. It's kind of interesting to hear her name. Jose, your take, if she comes back, is this uh, an inclination of just WWE trying to make this the rumble of returns here? I don't know, man. I think it's uh, it's very telling that if we do get all these returns, it's just one big wave of of great talent coming back into the WWE. Um, having a reuniting Kabuki Warriors at the Rumble, I think that's a really uh, big sight for fans to see. They were great together when she was with Asuka. Um, they did work together even with Io Shirai back down in Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. So that's how far back these women go. And I think this is going to be great. Now, will it happen with all these restrictions going down still in Japan? Because Japan, that side of the world, has very, very strong, uh, very, very strict code restrictions yeah. over there, uh, COVID restrictions. So it, 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 I don't know. It's I don't know how likely we will get uh, to see Kaidi Sane. But if she shows up, I will definitely pop for her because I, I'm a big Kairi Sane fan. Yeah. Who were the two? Uh, who were the two that were in a tag team? Was it Io and Kairi? Or was it Io and Asuka? It was yeah, it was uh Kyrie and Asuka were the Kyrie and Asuka. No, no, before in Japan. Oh, it was, Japan. it was Io, it was Iro, Kyrie, it was Iro and Kyrie. I think Asuka okay. wasn't involved in that, but it was Iro and Kyrie mm-hmm. who were featured in as the Black Lotus in Lucha Underground. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, you got you, you got a real librarian main there. You got the Dewey Decimal system. I believe their tech team name was this, and they were in this. Uh, hey man, fashion. hey man, I, I, it's all, I used to cover that when it was on every single Wednesday. So it was that, and then it, dude, it, I had to cover a lot of stuff back in the day. So do you guys uh, mind if we, uh, my favorite? We we've been getting this every day. Royal Rumble week, we're getting asked who's showing up, and I don't mind talking about your dream uh, pr- returns that you could get. We got a dream one in 2020 with Edge coming back. We had a dream one last year with Christian coming back. I love seeing Victoria back in the ring. Uh, so it'll be, you know, it's not clear if these are just one-time type of things, but a couple of fans texting and they would love to see Awesome Kong uh, come back. Karma, this would be uh, the first time we've seen her in WWE in some time, but I don't know if that's there. Uh, Steven retired, didn't she? She is retired. She could, but, they could bring her back. but Yeah, this yeah. is something that somebody who's retired would want to come back for. <laughs> like, if you could do a big, you know, do you want to, Jake the Snake said this is the one he would come back for. If he could get in the ring and do anything physical, he would do a rumble, you know? So here's one, though. Steven Chambers, Paige, a great comeback. Uh, so spe- specifically about the page thing, we've been getting that for months and months and months. People thinking this is the perfect place for her to come back. She's been somewhat cryptic about this uh, and has said that there is a different level of health with her neck. A lot, a lot very, of teasing. Very, yeah, a lot of mm-hmm. teasing. Um, not flat out saying anything. Uh, there is no reported indication that she's in talks. Uh, and some of these things, I think WWE is okay with some of them getting out. Uh, I don't know if the page one is one they would want getting out. I think she's somebody that has Probably such not. a no, has such a big uh, big following online. 
She's not been active in wrestling for years, physically in the ring. She's been active in the media side. She was a character on Raw and stuff, and SmackDown rather. Um, I'm of the thought that if that was something that was happening, it might be right up to the weekend that yeah. they make that call and they they make that decision. And as and as Sean Ross Sapp had said yesterday, uh, this time at this time of year, this week in particular, WWE is very tight lipped. If they haven't already released it, they're not going to leak it out to hardly anybody so that's going to be something that is probably not known they're going to probably if, if Paige is going to be wrestling and she's in her gear she's going to probably be in a trailer hiding somewhere away from everybody uh and, and uh, i don't know i'd love to see it but i don't think so i don't think but, she's gonna and absolutely i mean we know a lot about the returns for the women's match we don't know many returns at all if any exactly. for the men's match uh, yeah. and there is a lot of uh, real estate left in the men's match for them to play with we've, as well. We've seen a lot of 3Ds lately, so I wonder if Bubba or Devon are going to be in that. Uh, we saw a 3D on Monday, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly uh, rolling here as things move along. Uh, some people yelling about they want to see Britt Baker in there as the <laughs> AEW Women's Champion. I don't know if that'll happen anytime soon. Be, we'll, be cool. We'll be, it would be cool. It would be cool. Yeah, might as well uh, bring Deanna in the Ring of Honor uh, Women's Champion as well. Might as well uh, bring all the women's champions into the Rumble. Everyone, uh, everyone. Ozzy is texting <laughs> saying return of Ronda Rousey. We'll get to Ronda Rousey. We we did report on Ronda Rousey in an earlier episode this week. Uh, we we do have a Ronda Rousey story, which does kind of make you give wonder. you some keeps that speculation. Makes you raise ruined. your eyebrow. Absolutely. Makes you really raise your eyebrow that this is coming out Royal Rumble week too. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a few minutes here. Let's get into story number two, guys. Uh, Matt Riddle has bro. been bro, bro has been uh before he went to WWE he was very vocal about his use of cannabis <clears throat> uh very very vocal about its its health benefits and its lifestyle benefits and all these different things that he had with it he tested multiple times positive for marijuana uh when it when in it's still believed to be a banned substance in many different circles of combat sports and he had um fights victories sponged on his record because it's a performance enhancing drug you know uh, i guess it's sure, a performance yeah. enhancing drug yeah. yeah in the eyes of some people and we're not debating that but he left the ufc on very kind of controversial Rocky circumstances yeah. you know because he kept popping for these and these would affect him and his thing was like it's, it shouldn't be an issue and you know but you got to play in that game you got to play in that game that's the way you have to do it now there was a lot of talk when he was hitting the independent circuit as an as a pro wrestler and just became a sensation on the independent circuit in 2017, 2018, when he was out there, he was, he was doing really, really well. And there was a lot of people say, WWE or someone's going to sign this guy, but he's got, he's going to keep smoking weed and be very, very public about it. Guy has a mushroom tattoo on it. Speaking about just substances, he has a mushroom tattoo. And he cat. spelled calibrate. <laughs> <laughs> he used calibrate in a sentence. Yeah. Oh, you mean when I have to weigh my? No, 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 no. I got no, 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 no. Or- Orton's reaction to that was so good, man. This team just keeps getting better too. I don't think they're gonna break up. I don't think they're you, gonna you talk have... about money at Raw with him doing yeah, the spell. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna break up for that WrestleMania match now. It's yeah. just it just keeps getting. The chemistry is really good, man. They, they 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 mesh really really well, and and you know Randy Orton spoke all, a little bit about it today on a recent appearance on the Ringer Wrestling podcast, and he says that quote and one of the main reasons me and Riddle come across as so happy in the ring together is he's one of the guys that can grow my favorite strain. <laughs> I'm not lying. End quote. I don't think there's um, any interpretation to that. 
Uh, I absolutely just, don't think so. Is this just Randy Orton saying, "Yeah, dude, I partake. Riddle, Riddle's my dealer." That's what he's saying. <laughs> dude, exactly. That's that's how I'm taking it, right? Yeah. I think this is this is legit. But he opens up a little bit more about you know being a little bit more friendly and being a little bit more open uh, with his character. You know, he's been this serious character for many, many, many years. The same monotonous intensity, uh, and now that he cracks a smile, he feels like he's having fun inside the ring, which tends to draw the the fans closer to him uh, because this is a different side of Randy that we haven't seen. I mean, as long as I've been watching wrestling and watching Randy Orton's career, I have never seen Randy Orton put a cap and gown on on TV. And that was fun. (laughs) That was great. I have never seen Randy Orton partake in a spelling bee. And that was fun to see. There's some people that will bury that segment, but you know what? This is WWE. Mm. It's entertainment. Yeah. That's the entertainment part of this show and of there's, this uh, of, of this company. There's and I thought of, it came across well. There's a lot of comedy that WWE misses on, but that was a good segment on Monday. And I, I was going back to my tweets on Monday, and I, I was looking for one specifically on Babyface Randy Orton because I know I, I put one out there, and I said it. I said Babyface Orton is on another level. It's a different side of Orton we've never seen, and it it continues to grow. And that's why I'm saying I don't think I don't think they're breaking up and having a WrestleMania match like we all might have thought a month ago. Or, I think, or if they're doing it, they're not doing it at Royal Rumble. Let me tell you Listen, this. I don't get any Let me tell you this. Let happen. me tell you this. I think that now they're not breaking up. I think they're going to get the tag titles back. I think Gable and Otis are going to break up. And I'll tell you what this. I think this was a test for Gable on what he could do as a solo act. And I think he's been succeeding. I believe that. And so I, I think that. I think this is a transitional. T- they're only going. I think RK Bro is getting the titles back, and I think they're going to have Gable finally be that single star that he that he deserves. I I completely agree with that, and and I and you you can tell with what he's been doing with a lot of his promo work in the last several weeks, especially Sheesh. this last one on Monday. Shush. Shush, I absolutely love that. His character work has become impeccable. I love what he's doing with Otis, and that absolutely makes sense. But going back to, you know, this whole marijuana deal with Orton and Riddle and stuff like that. Look, we got one of our viewers here, David Barkley, watching us on YouTube. Literally every afternoon ritual is rolling the joint and watching Top Story. Cheaper and more enjoyable than any therapist. So I am glad that we can partake in in your mental health wellness. I didn't know we we were in the rotation. I didn't know we were in the rotation there. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. That's not COVID. That's something else. <laughs> no, that's something <laughs> else. Let's get into our closer of the day. We had a fast one. We had a fast show today. Uh, we have a couple more stories to catch up here on. Uh, I want to talk about this one here. So we have several superstars you can see right there on screen that were released by WWE in November, unceremoniously. Uh, you have Eva Marie. You have BFAB. You have Keith Lee. You have Nia Jax. Karrion Cross, Killer Cross. So you have a multitude of superstars that are going to basically hit the open market. Their 90-day non-compete clause is coming up here. Uh, some of them in the uh, first uh, week of February, some in that like second, third week of February. So you're going to have a lot of people that are going to hit the market here. Now, uh, it's interesting that this is happening also as we get closer to WrestleMania season. Now, why do I bring that up if these people, if, you, if for all intents and purposes, we don't see them in WWE again? Who knows? Maybe some of them show up in the Rumble, right? Uh, crazier things have happened. So what could happen here is a lot of these people hit the independent circuit. And every uh, one and, of them runs a show in, in the Mania City. 
Yeah, and and the you have Mania Mania Week is a big independent wrestling week as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You have a lot of these. Uh, some of these names could pop up in the conventions. They're going to be there. There's the collective with GCW. There's WrestleCon. Uh, there's a lot of different. And then obviously, are in these towns going to show up with a televised wrestling promotion like an All Elite Wrestling and Impact, a New Japan Pro Wrestling, a Triple A. Supercard of Honor. Uh, Supercard of Honor. Ring of Honor is coming up here. So you have a lot of talent hitting the open market there. It's worth noting we had we had Killer Cross front and center there. He was on Busted Open this past week. I didn't mean to mention this. And he was pretty candid about his experience in WWE and how it was kind of difficult making that transition to the main roster. But he seemed very, very calm and collected about what's coming up here in a few weeks. I had a little bit of a Twitter interaction with him as well. Uh, I can tell you from the people I know in independent wrestling there is a lot of attention specifically on him in terms of the people that have been released. Uh, in terms of the people that have been released, there is a lot of attention on him. I can't confirm where he's booked. Uh, I've asked. No one can go on the record. No one wants to tell me. I want to know. Uh, and But I've been told of the people that have been released, he's uh, w- looks like the most active and the most eager to get out there and start doing stuff again. Not to say that anybody else isn't, but from people I've talked to, Cross yeah, is, I mean, he already had here. booked shows. As soon as he was released, like I think two or three, de- two or three days later, he had already announced that he already booked shows for late February. So he was already on the ball. Yeah, you know, as opposed to some of these other guys like Keith Lee, like we don't know what Keith Lee's going to do if he's going to go back into the market. I'm mm-hmm. sure he will, but we don't know anything about it. Whereas Karrion Cross, he's already, as soon as he got released, he's like, oh, you, so you're going to release? Fine, Killer Cross is coming back. February 19th or whatever it is, he's already booked for several shows. Yeah, and you notice he did a lot of interviews real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Renee Paquette, Chris Van Vliet, uh, just to name a few, but those are the two major ones. But he's done a lot of interviews as well recently, both him and Scarlett. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky's saying uh, Cross in the House of Black would be awesome. That's referencing the All Elite Wrestling faction yeah. led by Aleister Black. Uh, fantasy bookings are not news, but I understand what you're saying, Ricky. I appreciate <laughs> it nonetheless. Um here's the issue. I know everyone says, send him to all elite wrestling. They should all go to all elite wrestling. They got to go to AEW. Um, cross did say he's booked through June. So that, that, that was noteworthy. It's a good sign for him uh, to say that you're booked through June. I think means that you're heavy on independent dates and that maybe you want to drive up your price <laughs> for another televised wrestling contract oh. uh, by going out and proving that you can be a draw and you can do some big, big things on Guarantee. the independent circuit, which is still televised. In a lot of, a lot of cases, a lot of these shows are going to air on fight. Guarantee you he'll be in GCW at some point. He would be a great oh. draw for them, you know, and GCW is not signing a new contract. Harry and Cross and John Moxley yeah. going at it at GCW. Man, that is a dream come true, guys. Yeah. I, you know, going, I, going against a handful of people would be great. True. I thought Effie, I thought it was going to be like, I thought they were kind of leaning towards Effie and Mox for the title, and Effie would take the title off of Mox. But then he lost to Jeff Jarrett. And I'm like, wow, where are they going with it? Who? Now I'm like, I don't know who they're going to have take the title funny, off of Mox. Funny how Jeff Jarrett was on. Was he, wasn't he just on Monday Night Raw like last week or, or, Raw or SmackDown? Raw or SmackDown, SmackDown. Or, or Friday, right? This past mm-hmm. Friday. Yeah. He was, and then right, he was before, the right before Hammerstein. Yeah. Forbidden door, guys. It's the forbidden door. Yeah, because he, uh, uh, Jeff just did an interview uh, either today or yesterday and basically said, uh, Effie is the face of that company now. And and uh, and, and he's, he's spot on. They had to, for a guy that has not wrestled in a year and a half, uh, they had an entertaining, good match. And they did. Do, and the stroke on that with the guitar around his neck, that move was effing 
cool i i thought uh, for a guy that we haven't seen in the ring in a while him and him and effie did bring it on on gcw quick question right. to the both of you really quick, sure before we move on to our last story we've been talking about the forbidden door several times here on the show no this way. week last week we have we have been we have been no. right let's just say this happens right and and as soon as it happens you know the commentators are going to be like, "Oh my God, the forbidden door is open!" Busted. They're going to say the forbidden door at least a hundred times per Rumble match, and once the forbidden door is closed, we will never hear it ever again in WWE. Do you think that's true or not? No, uh, I think because it's such a broad phrase and it's a storytelling phrase, and it creates a certain situation. The same way that something like. Um, like a grudge or a rivalry is broad. A door opening is symbolism. WWE loves symbolism. They mm -hmm. truly, truly love symbolism. They love different story tro uh, tropes, which can be repeated, but can be done with new spins on them. You know, they did a version of the brothers hating each other and family not liking each other in every different direction you can go in with Undertaker and Kane, for example, right? They could do it again with father and son. You know, they did it with father and son with Shane and Vince, the door opening is another symbolism. It is something that could play to the front row all the way up to the cheap seats. It's a broad storyline. Uh, and I think it, it, ma it makes a lot comment. of sense to that. What? Go back to that comment. Actually, I got Which? it right here. Um, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. Mick Foley recently did an interview, and he said that Cardona is basically going down the path that Drew McIntyre did to reestablish his brand and value. I will not be surprised now. Like six months ago, I would have said, hell no. Mm -hmm. I would not be surprised if Cardona comes back. I don't know if it's going to be Saturday, but Mick Foley's interview gave a lot of insight to sound like, I think the event, this and this may be why he didn't sign with AEW and he's working with these short-term deals with Impact and then all these indie shows. I wonder if Cardona's coming back to, to WWE. Well, I, I, I've i got some knowledge about certain things. I wouldn't say that that's the case. Uh, I'm not denying that story, but I'm, I'm more talking about the insight of where Mark, Matt Cardona treats things here right now. He is a man who dictates his own pace, and he really, really likes doing that. If that means he goes back to WWE and doesn't dictate his own pace, you're certainly giving up some things. You work for WWE, mm -hmm. you work for WWE. You're in their system. You're going to play the story they want to write for you. Certainly, you have some influence on it, but you're not going to decide what you do. You know, you're going to have some influence on it and how you perform it, right, and make it evolve on your own. Uh, but they're going to give you the uniform. You're, you're, you know what I mean, for lack of a better phrase, you know. So I think with, with Cardona, could he come back to WWE? Absolutely. Does that mean you want to give up that Cardona name? You've put a lot of investment in for the yeah. past few years being away from WWE, your own name. Cause you go back there, you're Zack Ryder. You go back mm -hmm. there, you're in the box again. Uh, you go back there, you're in their rules playing by their game. Now, obviously maybe you come back a lot more valuable than maybe when you left that game uh, changed though for Drew McIntyre. So why absolutely. couldn't, it, why couldn't it, it for him? Absolutely. I'm not saying that could. Uh, I'm not saying that uh, it, it, that isn't capable of Cardona. But I think you have a guy who was already so dialed in and maybe was distressed on his way out of WWE. But this guy is the definitive independent wrestler. He is mm. he is the definitive independent wrestler because he was trained to be this in the WWE. He was a trained wrestler. He got to WWE as a very, very young wrestler. Very, very fortunate. This is a guy who spent almost his entire 20s 
in the WWE. Like probably more than that. I, I don't know the exact time frame here. I um, think him and, still, and he's still very young, still very, Myers, very healthy. Him and Myers might have been 19 when they were edgeheads. Exactly. So you have someone wow. who came up in that system, then hit the independent circuit. You can see it with the way he merchandises himself. You can see it with all these different things. But I can also also tell you, he's been on the record saying, uh, uh, they could I could come back and get offered all these different things, but I'm not giving up my podcast. I'm not giving. I'm not giving. That's up. one thing. Yeah, you know, that's I'm, one I'm thing not that giving he's up been very things. adamant about. Yeah, and he has a podcast network where he's built with Brian Myers, which has been very, very successful for the both of them, right? And they have their own niche. Uh, I've I've been around Matt Cardona's uh, merchandise when he sells it at a comic book convention, and he moves merch. People like him, and that is his own cabin industry. You do that with WWE, you're in bed with WWE, and he did it before. He had Long Island IC and he built it up and then WWE got it. Not not saying WWE trash. It just got lost in the mix of everything else with WWE. Maybe you can say it got trash. That's up for interpretation, right? Um, but I'm I'm of the thought where it's very, very 50-50. If he shows up to the Royal Rumble, I don't think that means he stays with WWE. I think that the, Matt Cardona is enough of a, an advantageous guy where like, yeah, I'll come back once as Zack Ryder <laughs> and I'll get some new gear for it. Won't that be cool? And then you'll want me to come back to WWE and then I'll say no. And then I'm going to go double my independent rate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, 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 like there's a part of me that thinks business that is that. business. I'm not that, quoting Matt here, but I do have some intimate knowledge about the way he's been approaching the business. I, I don't think he'd be opposed to doing a Royal Rumble shot. I don't think he'd be opposed to doing a short run in WWE. I, and we, we already know WWE is now not opposed to opening that door for short, limited gaps for certain people to come in, not be the guy, but or the girl or the gal. But come in and do some fun business. I, and uh, you're ripe to do that on NXT. You're yeah, really, I, I, really ripe to do something like that on NXT and have those and I, I, I think Mick's connected enough with the WWE which mm-hmm. to make me wonder. Yeah. His son is still in NXT. So it just makes me wonder when he, when he, when he, disc- when he, the way he talked about that in the interview, it, it just makes me wonder if, uh, and that, I'm not saying necessarily no. Saturday, but I'm thinking at some point down the line. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, sure you do that short-term deal and see if you get your uh the way you you do want to do things and then then uh, maybe it goes on from there yeah absolutely and it's also interesting that wwe wwe even on the mainstream television level would sign people to short-term deals that's something that's very different for them it's very very different for them it's a whole different take for them to do that and we haven't really seen them do that with established names just yet either you know so it'll be interesting to see how this plays out ronda rousey we've been reporting about her all week long at sportskeeda.com about her being in the talks from fightful.com for a big royal rumble return or a return sooner than later and is a poorly kept secret within inside wwe circles that wwe wants ronda rousey ronda rousey back Okay, now this follows up with Rhonda keeping her name out there through gaming streams and different things. She did have a child and kind of laid low after that uh, last year. But now we learn that she filmed a documentary series for ESPN Plus uh, called mm-hmm. Ronda Rowdy's Places here. And this is from uh, this is from the people who said to Peyton's playbook. This is Peyton Manning. He would go and meet athletes and kind of talk to them and immerse himself. Similar to what Stone Cold Steve Austin did. Uh, he, he had a TV series. Uh, with with straight up Stone Cold Steve Austin, which is a great show, and just him hanging out with celebrities and entertainers and different, you know, some WWE people as well, and they go and do something funny, interviews him, right? Mm-hmm. Now this kind of walk and talk travel show, this concept is now be- being given to Ron- Ronda Rousey, and she's going to do with combat sports and wrestling mm-hmm. personalities. The trailer teases her doing some interaction with Paul Heyman and Devon Dudley. She is very familiar with Devon Dudley. He was one of the agents on many of her matches in WWE. 
Paul Heyman obviously produced a lot of different things she did in WWE. Undertaker, many, many other names in the world of mixed martial arts in this trailer. And this will drop coming up uh, very, very soon at some point on well, ESPN+. It's already, it's already dropped. That's the thing. Well, they it already had it out. First, the first six episodes are out. Yep. I it premiered. This actually premiered in September of last year. Okay. But oh, wow. It, yeah, this this premiered back in September, but now they're putting it on ESPN Plus. So, oh, what timing? What? <laughs> what? What timing? What? What? What's what's in a couple of days, Jeremy? Yeah. The, mm. this, yeah. So this, this show mm. this, this show premiered in the fall, but now they're promoting it. Mm. It's a little suspicious, don't you say? Uh, <laughs> I think so. Uh, definitely. It'd be interesting to see how this all plays out here. Uh, and if she is in the Royal Rumble, what does she do? It's all, you know, up for interpretation. Let us know what you think. Get in the comments below. Sound off. Uh, we have a lot of uh, special content coming for you uh, this week with Royal Rumble. Uh, check out WrestleBench. That is our side channel where we're dropping top five videos, kind of more introspective uh, produced content. Uh, we just did top five unscripted Royal Rumble moments. I'm going to record here in a minute the Royal Rumble OMG moments, the most shocking moments. Not just oh my times. god! Oh my god! I just right, recorded. So I, uh, I just recorded uh, three worst and two best. You gotta be the, kidding me! In the uh, WWE video game series, I, uh, that I don't know when that'll come out, but I just recorded that last night as well. And that'll all uh, drop on uh, WrestleBinge. Minor yeah. breaking news, more like Hollywood minor breaking news, but the next installment of the Mortal Kombat series has been greenlit. Now is the time to push for the Miz to be John yes. Cage. <laughs> get let's, your, let's get a go viral hashtag the Miz for Johnny Cage. Did you see that last Mortal Kombat that came out on HBO Max? I didn't yeah. watch it. I, I absolutely it loved was good. it. I liked it. it, was it good. But it was like corny and it knew what it was, right? It wasn't. I didn't think it was corny. I think it was well produced. I think uh, I think a lot of people that watched that movie were just hanging on to the nostalgia from the original movie. Okay, uh, but uh, but this from a story. If you played the games and you followed the story, you may have a little problem with the story, right? Yeah, how, it, how, there's the some story. liberties. Yeah, but from, from from a production standpoint, how how it was put together, it was. I mean, it was put very well together, man. Yeah, yeah, it was a good movie. Roland Curtis, you spend the money, you get on screen here. Uh, Super chat. He texts in here. It looked like Beth Phoenix versus Dana Brooke was teased when Edge spoke to Priest two Raws ago. What do you think about Beth beating Brooke for the 24-7 championship while both are in the women's Rumble match? You know, it's well, worth noting uh, the 24-7 championship can be defended within a match. It can be, it can be defended in almost any scenario. Uh, they did do this before with uh, R-Truth before. Uh, they had him have a match within a match. He had a match underneath the ring while there was a match inside the ring. Ridiculous things. Uh, I do think they do something silly. 24-7 rules probably get suspended while she's in the Rumble because just like they did in the six-man, uh, the the 24-7 the rules are suspended. So um, I'm, I'm guessing the, the rules that they'll probably suspend them. They've done crazier things with it. Like it yeah. wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if somebody like gets eliminated, gets back in the ring, rolls up Dana, pins her, but gets a championship and leaves. Like yeah. something like, like that. While Dana's officially in the Rumble, I don't yes. think she'll be able to be pinned. But once she's out, it's game on. Who knows? We'll That's see. We'll see what... Yeah, I think I think those rules apply fairly in that scenario. Yeah, definitely here. Uh, thank you guys so much for checking in. I appreciate all the Rickies. Oh. I appreciate the Dantes. Appreciate all your different takes here. A lot of content coming to you for us covering Royal Rumble. I'll be in St. Louis. I will be. Uh, I'll get my plugs in here. 
I will be in Springfield, Illinois at Buzz Bomb Brewing Company. I'm going to be drinking those 8% beers. Oh, he's going to be buzzed and he's going to be Woo! bombed. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going to be doing that Friday night. Buzz Bomb Brewing Company. And then I just confirmed this, and I wish we had more time, but I got to crunch in the promotion on this. It is the all elite wrestling, all funny wrestling fans doing stand-up comedy for wrestling fans. Special show, an after party for all elite wrestling, just blocks away from all elite wrestling. Half an hour after the final bell, we're going to be at Reggie's Rock Room. Just not too far away from the Wintrust Arena is literally like a five-minute walk from there. And we're going to have a bus the frigid Midwestern temperature that that Jeremy is aware of. Uh, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a bus that'll bring you over to the show for free. Ten dollars show, late night show starts at ten thirty local time. Reggie's Rock Room, February second, right after AEW. Uh, all that information's up on my Twitter as well at Kev Kellum. Jose G, you're busy. We got the debrief back tonight. That's right, guys. Tonight it's going down at ten o five p.m. as per usual. It is the debrief. Myself and Rico El Glorioso covering everything you need to know for NXT 2.0 and AEW Dynamite tonight for, uh, what was it, Beach Break, right? We got that Beach Break special tonight. In Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, in Cleveland, Ohio, where there's no beaches. Uh, but just in case you guys do not get the notifications, we do now broadcast the debrief on the Sports Kita All Elite page on Facebook. So you have to make sure after you watch the show, you type in Sports Kita All Elite, hit that like, Set the notification so that way you get the, the 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 notification when we go live, and that way you can join us. We're trying to build up that page for everything all elite related. So make sure you give us the like, the share, and the follow. And tomorrow, my show Recons of Wrestling returns for season seven. Season seven. So make sure you go ahead and like, share, and subscribe. Recons of Wrestling on YouTube, Twitch, and on Facebook. Go ahead and do that, Jeremy. Plug it up. You can find me here every weekday, Monday through Friday, mostly every weekday. And, uh, of course, come back here Saturday after the Rumble. Uh, uh, Jose and myself and then Kev via via satellite, possibly. Uh, Live on we'll, site, baby. Uh, we'll be here for the uh, for the big Royal Rumble post show. I'm sure we're going to have a couple of things to talk about Saturday night. I think so, too. I think so, too. It'll be an eventful show. Uh, people want to know predictions for Beach Break tonight. Uh, someone's going to get hurt in this 50-foot ladder match. <laughs> Sammy Guevara and uh, Cody Rhodes are going to be taking each Sammy, other on the interim. Sammy walks, out, Sammy walks out undisputed TNT champion tonight. Yep. You're Cody, Cody finally turns heel. Cody finally turns heel. That's going to happen there. There is a 50-foot ladder being teased in this match. I think uh, damage, human bodily damage, is guaranteed in this match. That's I think uh, I think Adam Cole suffers his first ever loss in AEW as well to Orange Cassidy, and be, and mm -hmm. I think the inner circle gets split. Gets split. Mm. Wow! Tune in look tonight, at, guys. You'll your, find uh, out. You'll get all the results tonight. There you go. Looking in your crystal ball. See if Join I'm uh, con Constradamus here. <laughs> you're, you're, you're close to saying something else there a little bit <laughs> what was i what did, you, what did you think i was gonna say i can't repeat it i don't well, want i don't want our video to get demonetized repeat it when we get off the air then oh you only get demonetized if you cuss in the first 30 seconds yeah exactly so who am i to talk to? you, you can cuss after 30 seconds and you don't get exactly you know what i'm talking about uh thank you guys so much if you haven't done so go ahead and tag your wrestling buddies in the comments below share the link here you stink subscribe to us on youtube on snapchat instagram wherever you get your content online we are there and remember when watching wrestling you must 
take a deep breath, clear your brain. I don't care who's in your Royal Rumble pick em pool. Just let yourself enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to them. Let me talk. Let me, let me show up on Saturday. <laughs> watch out, watch out, watch out.